Welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm interviewing Tracy Maas, and we are talking about how to control your clients' expectations. What a week. What a week, Tracy, we have had. Yeah. So not only did I, we both have crazy personal lives right now, me with medical stuff, you with moving and, you know, but there is something about, and, and, um, I will say that someone sent me a really good article. Karen sent me a really good article that talks about people's expectations right now. And that I think collectively, as we're all coming out of COVID restrictions, Washington, we just lifted all COVID restrictions. Um, a lot of places around the country, they're doing that. But we're, we've been so, you know, anticipating life to get back to normal. And okay, now, yay, we get to not have masks. Okay, yeah, we get to go in restaurants. We get, And so they're assuming, our clients, that is, are assuming, well, everything else should just pop right back Magic. and be... Oh, so now my furniture can come well, faster. Yeah. Well, shouldn't it be here now that everything's back to normal? Yes. I'm ready to have my life back. Bring me my furniture. That's the exact opposite of what's really happening in our world. So I've talked about the foam, right? The foam. Oh, we have a foam shortage. Apparently now we have a zipper shortage. Oh, yes. And a rug pad shortage. The, there was something else too. There was some um, chemical that's used in the production of some other type of furniture. I forget what it was. But then you add shipping, nightmare still. We have a shortage of truck drivers. If you want to start a truck driving company, now the is time. the time. We can't get furniture here. I mean, shipping May 15th, arriving uh, end of June. Yeah, leaving in our country. Yeah. Yeah. And we're from Ohio. From Ohio. Yeah. May 15th to June what? Like 21st, second. It's crazy. What well, it used to take two weeks to get from Texas. We'd order four hands, love four hands furniture. And it was always, it comes out of Austin and it would, it would, you know, get to Seattle in two weeks. We could order a piece and expect it here. Now, <laughs> once the piece is ready and they say, nope, it's on a truck, it's another six weeks. Before it gets to Washington. If it doesn't go to a holding company waiting for another driver to come and pick it up. Yes. Now, do you think that our customers are really patient and understanding and, oh, no problem? No. (laughs) No. No. We, for some reason this week, have had a lot of people in very angry and blaming and not, not being understanding. And it wears on all of us. I mean... Well, we've had crazy from the heat. Ugh. We've had the floodgates open finally. And customers don't, they don't care. Okay. They don't, I mean, again, I think it, it's, it's sort of like at the beginning of COVID, people are so frustrated and angry that they have to take it out on someone. And so they take it out. Because all the therapists us. have quit too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have no police anymore. We have so no where therapists. can I go get free air conditioning and free therapy yeah. and then vent? I like, know. Oh, hey. My interior designer. <laughs> Those sweet people. <laughs> <laughs> that hand out wine and beer and let me sit on comfortable furniture. Right. Yeah, no, it, it has been a problem. And so I was thinking about it this week. Gosh, as an independent designer, kind of easier, 
really, because you can blame it. They can blame it on the furniture stores. On, blame on it. us. It's not me. <laughs> I've done everything right. It's the furniture stores, right? Uh, what? What, what if, if you are the furniture store? What if people have common sense and just kind of like look at the news from time to time? Yeah. No. We've talked about no. like posting articles. Like we're going to have a bulletin board. <laughs> like, please let me walk you to the what reality is. <laughs> yeah. Using. It is sad. Um, so we've come up with some solutions this week that we're going to use and implement in our store. And I thought it would just be helpful to talk about um, because this is one of those things where they're not going to teach this in design school. They're not, they really don't even teach it in business school. You you have to really carve out a strategy for how you're going to approach this and deal with it and, and head it off at the pass and then, you know, well, there's not one size fits all solution to no. these kinds of things, like even in general customer service. But when situations like this come, like nobody's oh. experienced this before. Worldwide. So how do you grasp the fish? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, short term, little, um, I've been coming up with phrases, right? And, um, <laughs> well, I've been telling people around here, because, you know, Starbucks, obviously everyone's, have you heard of Starbucks? Um they have had to take multiple items off their menu, the tea and things, because they can't get the tea bags. And so I've explained to people, because it's been in the news, right? If, you know, Starbucks can't get stuff. You don't think, you think that we have better collateral, better power, you know, more uh, moxie, right, than Starbucks? We can't get stuff here. If Starbucks can't, we surely can't. I just realized I'm guilty. Why? Because Did you yell at Starbucks people? No. <laughs> McDonald's, the one by my house. Yeah. I've been there three times. I'm not going back. Every single time. Frozen lemonade machine broken. Ice cream machine broken. We don't have that. We don't. And what is that about? All the commercials on TV. It's hot outside. Yeah. Everybody waits in line. We got a double line. You know you yeah. can't get oh, out yeah. once you're oh, in yeah. that line. Oh, yeah. Um, the other day I lost my mind. I I drove out of the thing and I just I was so upset. I thought. Either get it fixed or take it off the menu. But so I'm that I'm guilty. Yes. I am gu- I just realized I'm guilty. You want your dollar ninety-five back, not your fifteen thousand dollars back. There's a big difference. Yeah, but, but you see how like just yeah. it's it's no, there's no rhyme or reason to yeah, it. It's just know, like you want exactly. what you want and you're very upset and you're on edge and and I'm a kind person by nature. Yeah. So so you know, using those phrases, um, Kevin was actually talking to one of our competitors over at Bothell Furniture. No, they're great. Um, and the Jared was is one of the owners, and he was saying, you know, what are you guys doing? Because they've they've had their furniture store. Well, they had it for thirty five years in this building, and now um, they moved down the street so they could own their building. And you know, what are you guys saying? And he said, well, I've actually said to two people recently, okay, I will give you your money back. Because people come, people have been coming in and complaining since I have to wait until August to get something, and I ordered it in April. I want my money back. Well, first of all, that's not that's not a long period of time in the furniture world, but it's different than they had expected. So they they keep asking for their money back, money back, money back. Like that's going to solve anything. And so Jared said that two occasions that it's worked, <laughs> but it's really risky because you kind of come off as a little not arrogant, but. Um, you're willing to roll the dice. Yeah. He says, I'll give you your money back if you wait a week. I'll give you a week. Try to find another piece. 
I knew you were try to find another piece in stock. If you can get another sofa faster, I'll give you your money back. And it's worked. Yeah, because it's it's not like there's anything out there. We're not. That's the whole point is they're forced at that point to do the homework to justify their refund. And we're putting our money where our mouth is saying absolutely 1 million percent. If in fact you can replace it this week, here you go. Well, and we could we could do it less of a oh yeah, try to find a sofa. I we dare could, you. We could do it more as you know what we're gonna we're gonna keep your item on order and not cancel the order with the manufacturer to give you time, but you'll have a week, and if you can find another piece, then we'll refund your money. Absolutely. But um, yeah, maybe well, that's a way to approach it. It doesn't scare me at all. I mean, what we're doing, there's no, like I said, no rhyme or reason now. So yeah, maybe that's what people need to do is to to know that we're not saying absolutely hard, fast, no. Yeah. But we can tell them what's happening. Yeah. But they don't want to believe it. Yeah. But maybe another means that they believe yeah. in that week, if they talk to their friends, they go on the internet, whatever yeah. they're going yeah. to the, the retail stores, whatever yeah. their method of feeling better would be. I feel like everybody would get a little bit better understanding of, oh, hey, maybe they're not just sitting in the back. (laughs) Hoarding all this furniture. I know you can't have it. It's ours. Here's our furniture. My button. So the other thing that we've talked about and the the strategy that we are going to implement is, um, you know, there's the old saying, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. In this case, it's the opposite. And it's one of those phrases that it's a it's a power phrase. It's um, it, it's a way to say something that turns it into a positive rather than a negative, which puts people you know on the defense. So rather than um, apologizing for the delay, we are thanking them for their patience. Thank you so much for your patience. This whole shipping dilemma has been a problem you know worldwide. Even Starbucks and McDonald's can't get in you know, their, their ingredients. It's just been a disaster, but we are on top of it. We are tracking things and we really thank you for your, for your patience. How is someone going to come back? But, but the trick is you can't wait until they're angry to do it. Proactive. Proactive. You're not waiting to apologize. So we now are going to implement, um, and this is for independent designers, people working in stores, anywhere. Um, you know, you sell something to someone and again, they put a lot of trust in you. You know, someone- That's a lot of money. You know, yeah, here's $30,000. I won't see you for 20 weeks. That's crazy. Look, let's be honest. I'm that girl. If I spent <laughs> that kind of money, I'd be like, wow. Calling, calling, calling. And or thinking, like getting to my head. I wouldn't call right away. Yeah. But the longer it went and the more time passed, like, yeah. ooh, I could be doing this or yeah. doing that. Like, I, I can see the reasons. Let me but just check. They would exactly. say, I just want to check. You know, like, so you gotta head him off at the pass. So you close a big deal. You sell a client. You've got to write a thank you card that week because here we're establishing that relationship of I'm reaching out to you. I'm still. I didn't just take your money and run. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm connected with you. I I'm care enough about you. I'm yeah. grateful for exactly. This journey. So you write a thank you note, and then every two weeks we're reaching out. We were even thinking about, is there some kind of gift we can send them? Some little like flower seed packet or, you know, like maybe a a week eight 
there's something that we can send like, hey. Well, like the, the wee little calendar with the days marked off. Well, okay. So that's that's the other the other strategy. So we're going to call every two weeks just to say, just letting you know, we are watching production. We are watching your piece, your name, go through the line. Uh, you know, still no news yet, but we will keep you updated. And again, you call them first before they call you. That's the, that's the yeah. secret. Um, but the other thing is, you know, back when you've set expectations – right? When you're selling it, you, you have to explain to them. And this is a weird phenomenon where you'll say, I mean, you know, we talk in weeks, right? In the furniture world, it used to be a Norbox sofa took six weeks, then it was eight weeks, then it was 12. Now they've told us you need to tell your client 16 weeks. And people hear that, but do they really understand how long 16 weeks is? That's I feel like four they kind of hear weeks. months. Yeah. Week. <laughs> Because we we I had two people this week call and say, "Well, I ordered it at the end of April. Isn't it here yet?" No. So one of the tools that we use here, and it's something that I created for the um, store in California, really really works. Um, on on one side, it has the designer's name because clients also forget who they've been working with. Um, so the designer's name and all of the appointments you have set. Like here's the house call appointment, here's the touch base appointment, here's your presentation, and they're listed and you you make the date, you make the appointment then so that customers have something to look forward to. And we created it um, with our big logo and it's meant to like to be put on the fridge. We used to think about like an orthodontist. An orthodontist, you got your appointments scheduled at once and you put that card up and like, oh no, I got, you know. So- we thought if we had something like that, that they could pin up logo on that front page, it says, if you have to cancel an appointment, please notify us within 24 hours. And it has our phone number and our address and our email address. Um, it also, you know, having that big logo, gosh, is it going to, I'm just having a second thought, is it going to make <laughs> them think, oh, furniture, furniture, furniture? I don't think so. At least they'll, they'll know their appointments and they'll know what the expected but it's a visual aid of time passing. Yes. But so so the the big magic part, this is this is the million dollar idea that we could patent now. You flip the card <laughs> over and it's got a calendar. And I print it out for the year. And when you're closing the deal or even before, you sit down and I even teach it, it's the first house call where you're like, when do you expect your furniture? When would you like your room to be finished? And you have that calendar and you say, okay, today is here and you circle it. And then you count 16 weeks, four months. You see now the earliest your furniture will be here is, you know, November, which is crazy. And then you take it a step backwards. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when I was hearing Karen, uh, one of our great designers the other day, when she was signing with people and collecting their money, she's like, you know, I want you guys to know you're going to have to have some patience and we really appreciate that. We really thank you for it. But, you know, this is, this is a a tough time right now in furniture delivery world and we're doing everything we can, but I, I, you know, just letting you guys know up front, you know, you're going to need some patience. And it's almost a matter of scare them enough that like, are you really sure you're up for the challenge of waiting? Yeah. You know, are you really? I'm terrible. I don't wait for anything. I hate it. I, I have opened, and yes, my mother knows this. Every Christmas present early and then wrapped it back up perfectly. My whole childhood. I snooped in the closets. I just, 
my nightmare is someone saying, I have a surprise for you, <laughs> which you do to me all the time. And then, you know, you have to wait, you know, even three days. Screw you. Give it to me now. But they're you good, told right? Me. I'm they're excited. Good, right? But I hate to wait. I'm so me too. impatient. I'm not, I'm, yeah. But that's part of the reason I do it. Yeah. Maybe that is some deep seated why why I make everyone else wait because <laughs> <laughs> to do it. But but these are some tricks that we've used, right? So the calendar really helps giving them a visual. And it's something that they put up that they can see. Um the second thing is heading them off at the pass and calling preemptively every two weeks and saying you know, thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for your patience. Did I thank you for your patience? You're so patient. Thank you. You have to just, you know, kill them with kindness, but do that ahead of time. Um, and and then they can't come back and say, well, you never told us. We keep hearing that, well, we never heard anything from them. Well, it's because we, we're we looking, we're tracking it. We're like, oh, God, it's still not on a truck. It's still not on a we're, we're stressing about it here, but they don't see our stress. Well, selective hearing is real. Yeah. Like well, when you're frustrated, but what if they're not here? Well, exactly. I mean, we're here for eight weeks bugging Jill. Will you check on this? Will you check on this? Will you check on this? And they don't see that. They think we're just here, you know, took their money and now we're just lollygagging. It's one of my favorite words. It is a great word. Anytime you can wiggle that in, you get lollygaggers, mm-hmm. right? It's good. That's not what we do. We stress. We toil. But at the end of the day, all you can do is all you can do. Yeah. But you really have to be committed to the relationship of your clients because that's part of the relationship building is that they trust you. Yeah. And that when you proactively reach out to them, they know you're not blowing sunshine at them. Yeah. They know that you legitimately respect the relationship, that you respect the business, and that you respect them. Yep. So it's even if you're not saying what they want to hear, they have a respect that you're actually staring down the dragon. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. know how they're going to feel. So you're potentially picking up that phone and facing the ang- angry dragon. And yeah. you have to be okay with that because that's where the relationship lies. And yeah, and if you chicken out at the beginning. No, you if you don't have confidence, it's not something that grows along. It's the anxiety that will build and build yeah. and build. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's real. It's been a struggle this week. Tracy needed to... To blow off some steam. <laughs> In the worst. We had, in Seattle, it's 118 degrees. It was so hot here. We don't have air conditioning. No one here has air conditioning. I do, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have a, it's not a central heat and air like the rest yeah, of the world. Is. You have central heat and What? Wow. It's a rental house, though, and I'm getting kicked out of it. So that, if that makes you feel better, I, I won't have it for much <laughs> longer. Make me feel better. No, and my aging parents next door, it's hot as blazes next door. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys come chill, come yeah. hang out over here. And they're just like, no, we're used to it. Right? I'm like, from Arizona. Oh, no, people are. Right? And they just came back from there. So yeah. I don't know. I don't even want to. So Tracy wanted to blow off some steam. <clears throat> and, um, I think the funniest thing is they didn't tell me. You'll see what they did. Okay, we're Ava not going to argue about it right now. But. Yeah, Tracy. She she thought she was giving me hints and things. I, of course, I wouldn't have been mad. And I was a little jealous I wasn't invited. There was no invitations. Let's go for the record. Don't cut this out, I, Ilya. There was no formal I invitation. I don't have air conditioning. <laughs> and so I was sweltering, trying not to move in my house because it would, you know, cause... And you were here lounging in a in a luxurious pool. That's exactly true. However, let's be yeah. honest about this. I left the air conditioning of my home on the hottest day of the year to only schlep. Do you know how much packing <laughs> I had to do? Well, Digging stuff out, schle- <laughs> schlepping. Schle- 
Yeah, we're going to get into this later. So the bottom but, line is I am a festive person by nature. And yes. I grew up laying by the pool, only to my detriment, lived by the beach because of major skin cancer. However, I just have it. I've just, it's been, did you not hear the rest of this? Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we laid on the. Yeah. A little more of the crazy antics of first in Maine. That, hey, <laughs> we are but, festive folks. But I will say I heard little birdie told me oh and i don't think it's such a bad idea well it's kind of a bad idea but we've been wanting we have a huge parking lot here and we thought it'd be fun to have movies and you know project them on the big wall and um we have the whole parking lot so people can just it's on the video bring their lawn chairs i was asking people i'm hypothetically like yeah so yeah that's you got to do what you got to do right look if it's short of illegal (laughs) It's fair, right? I meant interior design. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, what that's I true. Mean. That's true. No, but it is. It is, a tr- and, and that's why we got to speak our truth. We got to tell people what it's really like to be a designer. And these are things you're going to deal with. It isn't all just let's make a pretty room and clients are going to love everything you do, and they're going to walk in and say, "Oh, well, I'm a little uh, bit ashamed of myself because this morning I'm reading BuzzFeed and it's talking about the glamorous jobs everybody thinks are glamorous that the reality is not so much. Yeah, and I'm ashamed of myself because for a second I thought. <gasps> Designer's not on there. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it's not as glamorous as people think it is. They think, oh, you're a designer. Oh, you're... And it's like, no. it's work. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, it's yeah. not all magic wand. Pretty. No. 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 But anyway. Yeah. So, we'll get through I it. feel bad for us. Another lesson this week. Next week, we're going to crush it now with our new system, with our new preemptive, had them off the pass system. That's right. So, if you don't see us, it didn't work. <laughs> it's going to work. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, so stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and house at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.